Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we are going through three attractions that we would remove from the Universal Orlando Resort. So that encompasses both Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. And we will detail why we're doing both parks shortly. Keeping people in suspense. I know. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So Dan, how how is how's lockdown treating you? Yeah, it's all right. Lockdown. <laughs> I mean, it's not a huge. It's not vastly different from my regular day-to-day life. Um, I sit indoors. I am on the computer. I play Xbox. Yeah, the only real difference for me at the minute is that I'm just not travelling six minutes to the office. Yeah, well, I'm not travelling an hour to the office, so that's kind of convenient yeah that's literally it yeah pretty much it's nice to have the four-day weekend yeah five days for me uh oh tuesday Tuesday. oh okay yeah so that is good but yeah it's it doesn't feel vastly different it does feel like at times i guess the biggest difference is not being able to see friends and family yeah because i normally we'd be recording face to face exactly well i mean can't we are i can see your face yeah i can see you to be fair yeah. I can also see uh, The Office in the background, <laughs> as in the TV show The Office. Yeah, yeah, it's like I'm, it's like I'm really there. Exactly. Um, yeah, and, and, I, I've, and I've got, I've got Patrick and SpongeBob running around hysterically. <laughs> yeah, they're just screaming in the background for me, uh, which is pretty accurate. To, yeah, to the yeah. feeling. The, uh, it, yeah, it's it's a bit of it's, it's a weird situation, but. It's like, it, I think the longer it goes on, the better I feel about it. Right, okay. But you probably get more comfortable with it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm probably going outside more times daily than I do than I did before. So Right. So it's, it's probably when it all goes back to normal, um, we'll probably not want to go outside. No. Be like, no, I don't trust it. <laughs> Inside is safe. I'll, I'll just be walking to the office in a hazmat suit for the like, foreseeable future. <laughs> I mean, that is the thing, as obviously, isn't it? Like once it all opens up again, yeah. You know, you obviously, I guess you can look at other countries when they start opening up and seeing how it whether it does come back. Well, yeah. What's interesting is that I guess back to theme parks is that there have been reports that Disney certainly don't expect footfall to return to its normal levels for another eighteen to two years, eighteen months to two years. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like I get it's, it's the same sort of thing, isn't it? Like, up 
one, are people going to want to book a holiday if there's a bit of uncertainty as to whether, you know, is there going to be another spike and all this sort of stuff? Yeah. And so are the parks going to close again? Um, and obviously, if people have, like, cancelled their trips this year, they may not want to rebook because they want to go, like, the same time next year, say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and nobody... Re- I guess... I, I, I I guess bookings are probably down because people are uncertain, generally uncertain about this, this situation. Well, this is the thing. And, you know, I mean, for us, I guess, or uh, certainly for me, it hasn't really changed a great deal at the minute. So mm-hmm. September is still going ahead as far as we know at the minute. Mm-hmm. So our, our Halloween Horror Nights slash Hollywood Magic Kingdom and Epcot visit. Yeah. It's still going ahead. And next year as soon as the dining plan becomes available i think we'll be looking to book for the 50th i don't see mm-hmm. that i don't see that changing and i've already been having conversations just yesterday with with my parents who want to go in 2022 right okay god you're, you're planning in advance aren't you there so well yeah i mean i was like i was like mom that's like, like two years away <laughs> we're gonna book the villa can you even book it that far in advance yeah apparently so Okay, but um, I, I said to I was saying to, to Donna, um, we'll probably end up staying in Disney for the first few days at least. Right, it'll be the first time that we will be taking our daughter, future daughter there. Of course, yeah, and and so, she'd be like what a couple of years old. Yeah, maybe so eighteen be, months to two two years, depending on when you go. Probably be, she'll probably be two in a bit. Oh, because you're probably going in sort of October time, yeah. won't you? Oh, we'll yeah. go to Halloween Horror Nights for sure. Yeah, but um, speaking to Donnie yesterday, kind of universal related, and anyone that is going this year and hasn't booked Halloween Horror Nights, um, Donna, who hadn't been before, said that Halloween Horror Nights was her favourite part about honeymoon. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, so it is a thousand times better than Mickey's Not So Scary, that's for sure. Yes, I think. Um, like I hadn't done either events until what when we went in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, I hadn't done either of them and we did them both that trip and, you know, looking at them from somebody who's never done either of them, Halloween Horror Nights really stood out as much better. Even like just generally much better value for money as well. 100%. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're doing them both again in theory this year. Yeah. But um, we're using Mickey's Not So Scary more of a, of a way to get on all of the rides at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Like... I mean, we'll we'll definitely be collecting candy. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure we can get a bit. You know, you know. If we, if we leave it to like by. eleven to collect candy, that's when they start just going whatever. Just take it all. <laughs> they just start emptying the barrels into your bag. Basically. <laughs> so I think that's that's probably what we could end up doing. But in terms of like, like we've done the parade. We've done well. There is a new firework show, um, which I thought was okay last year oh what uh, at mickey's not so scary yeah i didn't think it was great i think the the jack puppet that they had in front of the castle mm. the jack skeleton puppet that was incredible like right. absolutely incredible that's what they spent all the budget but that's the only decent thing of the show the rest <laughs> of it was pretty pants mediocre um, unfortunately but um yeah i'm sure we'll be trick-or-treating but definitely rides will be the focus i think mm. um of that event yeah Yep, yep, yep. So, um, yeah, go on. I was just going to say, obviously, Universal have now announced that they're closed until the 31st of May, was it? Yes. 
Yeah. yeah I don't, just... haven't seen anything from Disney yet. Well, I mean, they've said we just closed uh, and... tem- temporarily. They haven't put a date on it now, have they? But you can't book a holiday until the 1st of June. You haven't been able to do that for a few weeks. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah. So they're I, still. I, I guess that's. I guess that's already in line with what Universal have said. Then basically. Yeah, Universal have just given it a definite we're closed. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think Disney have kept it. Disney have kept it kind of vague, probably to um, uh, ease their stock price, so they don't have to keep announcing we're still closed. We're still closed. Yeah. So. Which, which isn't looking great for them. No, I mean, like having them so closed for so long. Um, is going to affect them, isn't it? It's going to affect their plans and everything like that. Obviously, Universal is still like working, aren't they? Um, so that's a positive, actually, that I don't think we've mentioned on the show yet. But um, apparently, Universal is still working on construction projects, including Epic Universe and Halloween Horror Nights. Right, okay. So at the minute, it's looking very likely that Halloween Horror Nights will go ahead. But... It's still a bit up in the air, obviously. There's still lots of supply chains and things that they rely on to be able to get things in place. Yeah. But hopefully, the event will go ahead as planned. I'm sure they'll be doing everything they possibly can to put the 30th in play. The only thing I guess I would say is if, if they do end up cancelling, I th- almost think they'll just move the 30th until next year. Um, yeah, I guess. Like, I, don't know, I don't know if it's... Obviously, I guess it is 30 years... But is it? But they call it probably. They probably call it Halloween Horror Nights thirty because it's the thirtieth one that they've done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, if they did, you know, slide it to next year, they'd probably still call it thirtieth. Yeah, I would think so. Um, but um, at the minute, there's no, there's nothing we've heard that means it's not going ahead, which is really, which is positive. This Disney's events and Halloween, I mean, they cost nothing. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> it's to do with. They just got to buy. They just got to buy the sweets in. Which I don't even think they they purchase. I, w- I don't know how much of that is actually given to them by Mars. Oh, um, uh, it could be, yeah. Because that's the thing, it's good promotion, isn't it? Exactly. Nice. So, who knows? But for me, that doesn't really... There's nothing really... I mean, Disney don't do much new every year at that event. So, there's not really any great planning from that perspective. Yeah, and, and because they don't typically do anything new, there's no, in, there's no expectation from from the guests yeah, that there's yeah. going to be anything new so if they yeah. do if they were planning anything they can just scrap that couldn't they yeah exactly without telling anyone so so yeah right so universal orlando talking about mm. we're going to do our, our three attractions that we would remove at the park and um, we're going to use islands of adventure and universal studios just because combined they have a good selection of attractions but i think one park we'd struggle to pick three attractions that we actually believed should go. Yeah. Because yeah. There's, there's, there's so many across, as I said, across both. But if you, if you look at, say, Islands of Adventure alone, I think, A, it would be quite tough, and B, we'd probably be, there'd be a lot more crossover. So we thought, rather than, rather than do the park separate, uh, which would be easier for us because we'd have two, two weeks of content, <laughs> we thought actually let's do a better episode and combine the parks into one resort so i don't know do you want do you want to start or do you want me to start um i i can i can start i can start yeah go for it yeah, yeah, yeah. um I, I mean i'll 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 address the elephant in the room mm. to start with and say et adventure 
kill it, kill it with fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't think there's any surprise that that one is on the list. Um, I'm sure it will probably be on your list at some point. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just needs to go. We've addressed this so many times. It's so dated. Um, you know, as we've said, the the queue in the first part part of the ride is okay, but then it goes all kinds of back crap crazy, doesn't it? Um, it's been over what thirty years. Oh, uh, yes. Is it thirty? It's thirty years this year, according to Wikipedia, because it says nineteen ninety. Yeah, um, which is crazy, and it, I don't know if it's changed much since then, since that time. But it's just, oh, I mean, I'm I'm perfectly happy with there being a would you, um would you do a pecker et uh, a ride. But just update it, make it make it more modern. If they're going to yeah. do that, if they really want to keep it there, put some money into it and kind of, you know, jazz it up a bit. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It, it needs either an update, but ideally, I think it just they just need to gut it because it's yeah, it's. I get there's a lot of nostalgia there, mm. but for me, it's just it's just so dated, and the whole start of Hi, I'm Steven Spielberg. It's just like <laughs> it feels like it's it's only there because Steven Spielberg wants it to be there still. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I don't know how much influence he has over that these days. I don't know. Ryan just walked out in anger at. Just oh, he's back. Closing my window because I think someone's playing music and I don't want it to come through. <laughs> they're trying to they're trying to bring the community together ryan <laughs> you're just like slam the window closed <laughs> i think it's the church <laughs> bloody religion are they still going ruining everything they, i don't know still, I don't know. oh no i don't think they are actually no maybe they're just playing the music to keep people positive but keep, all it's doing the, is keep the vibe going all it's doing is annoying me <laughs> shut up jesus <laughs> i mean yeah i mean generally that whole kind of it's, it's, class, it's weirdly like Wikipedia are classing it as the Woody Woody Woodpecker's kid zone area. Yeah, um, that whole area just needs to go, really, doesn't it? Generally, they need to replace it with something new. Yeah, they they really really do. I completely agree. It's it's just a, I mean, no kid no kid likes ET, no kid likes Woody Woodpecker. I was even heard of Woody Woodpecker, especially if you're from the UK. I mean, I you know I've I've watched the occasional Woody Woodpecker cartoon as a kid, yeah. But it it wasn't on TV really at all. It was it just I don't know how, even how I ended up watching them. Probably through Universal, to be fair, and and wanting to know a bit more about the character. But they've never been particularly great cartoons. No, I think um, and I think it's been a little while. Obviously, the, the Harry Potter area I think would have been the last like big area that Universal worked on in the Universal Park. Mm. Um, you know, I think I think it's due another another land almost, like a new one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think so, Woody the Woodpecker's kid zone encompassing E.T. would be a good one to gut. I have a feeling it will go after Epic Universe opens. That's gotta be the next thing they work on. Yeah, I guess obviously with yeah, with Epic Universe coming, um I don't. We probably won't see big investments in the other two parks for a while. No, no, I don't think so. But, but yeah, it's it's got to be on the list, um, the list of places to go once once all that's finished. Yeah. 
Um, okay, good first choice. The the first one on my list is going to be. Oh, I've lost it. I've just lost it. <laughs> Not just the plot. In more ways than one. Not just the plot, but I've lost the one I was going to talk about. How has this happened? It was right <laughs> here. I mean, you said you were going to wing it, which is oh, too I, dangerous. I was, I was going to wing it, and now now it's I've, all falling apart. I winged it too much. <laughs> ah, here we go. Yeah, this is it. Poseidon's Fury. Ah, classic. A classic. Poseidon's Fury. Um, yeah, the, I can't the... see that on the list. Either. Oh, it's because it's classed as a live show and play area. Yeah. Not the play area bit, but it's a class as a live show. There's, there is, uh, there's nothing, there's nothing good about that show. In fact, the whole land, uh, it's, I mean, I've said it before, the whole land is just terrible. Absolutely terrible. And it's, <coughs> it feels incredibly dated. You can tell that it's a land that was meant for Animal Kingdom. <coughs> Excuse me. And yes, before you say it was meant for Animal Kingdom, there's a load of um, Imagineers that were working on the Beastly Kingdom idea for Disney's Animal Kingdom. That fell through because of budget. They ended up joining Universal's team and coming up with the um, Lost Continent idea, which was not dissimilar to Beastly Kingdom. Hmm. And this, it just feels like this is like the last remnant of that land. I mean, we've had, obviously it used to have Dueling Dragons and the whatever the flight of the hippogriff used to be called, I forget. The flying unicorn, yeah. I believe. <clears throat> I think it was called. Right, okay. Now, back when that, that had those two attractions, at least it had a couple of actual rides. Yeah, now and it had the Sinbad show. Um, yeah. which, it's literally got nothing now other than uh, the, the Mythos restaurant and Poseidon's Fury, uh, both of which are, in my opinion, incredibly underwhelming. Yeah. No, no, exactly, exactly. There's a few sort of like weird little trinket shops isn't there all the shops feel like shops that you find at like your local market they feel like they feel like these little they feel like these little shops that you go to if you went to holiday in somewhere like turkey or something yes you went to a, some kind of market yes and they had these shops that sold these little jewelry trinket stuff yeah no there is literally no one ever in the land yeah, you'll get a crowd of people around the fountain on a hot day because a it's amusing for kids for the fa- the the talking fountain, yeah. and b obviously there's a chance of getting sprayed with water. But that's it. Like this this attraction, and I'm going to extend it into the land because I can. Oh, I mean the the attraction is the, pretty much the only thing in the land anyway. It is. So. Just get rid of it. Extend Harry Potter into Fantastic Beasts. I know that's probably coming to Epic Universe. Do something with it. Just do something, yeah. please, Universal. I'd prefer it just to just just turn it into a path. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. Don't just care. T- just turn it into a sort of garden area. Yeah, just do that. Whatever. But this is just an awful, awful area. It's it's brilliantly designed. Like, don't get me wrong. When this was an actual land with attractions in it, this land was fantastically designed. And I'm not going to take that away from Universal. It still is well designed. But what sits in it is terrible. It's dated. It needs to go. Yeah, it is interesting that the kind of the... I forgot that Flight of the Hippogriff and uh, Dueling Dragons was actually part of that land. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that they they got absorbed by Harry Potter and yet the, the rest of the Lost Continent just got, kind of got forgotten about. I don't know why left, they just didn't make that whole area Harry Potter. 
yeah, they could have just extended the whole thing, couldn't they? Yeah. Really. Um, but yeah, I no, I'm in complete agreement with you. It's it's a pointless land now. Now now that it's gotten rid of the those other rides, it's literally just Poseidon's Fury is the only attraction in that land. Yeah. And it, it's just a walkthrough. I mean, it's it literally is, yeah. just a walkthrough to Harry Potter. Um, maybe it makes maybe it's meant to make you feel better about Harry Potter because you're like. Oh, where did I just come from? But now I'm in Harry Potter. This yeah, what is great. Is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? Yeah. Everyone just, and everyone just forgets about it and so yeah. they get away with it. And Harry Potter is a, an insane experience even today. Like, yeah. as, a, as a huge Harry Potter fan since I was a, a kid, walking into that land, and I'm getting emotional about it now, even though I'm not, I wasn't planning on going until September, the fact that a park, the parks are closed, is still, it's still a bit like... Yeah. Incredible. Like, what Universal have done with Harry Potter, what they're going to be doing with Nintendo, I I think is absolutely incredible. That's what we need in The Lost Continent, the next big idea. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon because of Epic Universe, but uh, I, I de- definitely think come 2023, 2024, we'll see some, some announcements about uh, The Lost Continent. Yeah, because I think, I think that's, the, that's the biggest like black spot in Islands of Adventure, really, isn't it? Like You've got, obviously, Harry Potter in the top right. You go around to Jurassic, um, and you've got Kong, and then you, that leads you around to what uh, the... Um, Toon Lagoon. Toon Lagoon, that's it, yeah. Which, you know, is not my favourite area in the park, but it's yeah. acceptable, yeah. and it's, it's well-themed, and, mm. you know, it's got several attractions there. And then, obviously, you lead around to Marvel, which obviously is a bit dicey these days, with um, given the Disney ownership now, yeah. Um, but yeah, like generally, and obviously you have got the cat in the hat area at the bottom, um, Zeus Landings. Um, like generally, nothing else is. There's areas that I don't particularly appreciate, like Zeus Landings and and Toon Lagoon. Mm. Um, but generally, everything kind of holds up, apart from Lost Continent. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. So that's probably. My my first one. It feels like a long first one. <laughs> Deservedly though. Deservedly. Um, <clears throat> oh, just have a slurp. Yeah. So I think my second one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in Universal Studios and say Fast and Furious. Yeah. Okay, that was going to be on my list. So that's that's our, our joint <laughs> number two, I think. Yeah, I think. Um, again, I don't think it's any particular surprise. Although, the, I guess the only surprise that that, that would be uh, is that it's probably the newest ride. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find well, it on the Hagrid's, list. Now. Hagrid's uh, Magical Creatures Motorcycle Adventure. Ah, uh, yes. I always forget about that one. It's because I haven't been on it yet. No, I haven't been on it. Oh man, it's incredible. You know, hopefully, obviously, I'm meant to be (laughs) meant to be going in. um, What is it like? Three weeks? Yeah. Yeah, it's like three weeks. Yesterday, I'm meant to be going, Um, but technically, it hasn't been cancelled yet because, like, Virgin and the UK haven't updated their advice, so the dates haven't shifted beyond, I think, the end of April. Yes. Yeah, but obviously Universal. Even if even if they said, "Yep, you can fly," Universal are closed. So, yeah. well, this yeah. is it. So I, you know, I don't think there's any way it's going to happen. But technically, it hasn't been cancelled yet. Um, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, we'll be able to ride it in September, which would be great. 
Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, and then maybe I'll stop forgetting about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a fantastic ride. Yeah, yeah. I've only ridden it once. I, I should shoot that. I have only ridden it once. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you'd ridden it on that, but it's um yeah, it's been well received by everyone that I've that I've seen been on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So oh, okay. So I think if Fast and Furious fan the listener, so that was twenty eighteen. Hagrid's was twenty nineteen. So yeah, it's the second newest ride. Um, but it's probably second newest, but probably the worst. Yeah, I, I would agree. It is terrible. I mean, I don't know if we need to, to cover it up in too much detail. I mean, no. Basically, go back, go back to any podcast in the last uh, two years where we've where Universal was in the title, and we've probably mentioned Fast and Furious and how terrible it is. Mm. It is awful, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they dropped the ball so hard on that one. No. Like, no given given how it's so similar to Kong. Like in terms of the technology, and yet yeah. it's so worse. It's so 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 bad, and it, I don't think it helps that we're not really fans of the franchise. But uh, I'm not fans of franchises to, to everything Universal does, but yeah. I still enjoy it. But I think I think yeah yeah I admit we're not particularly fans of the franchise, but I don't think that's necessarily why I hate it so much. No, I, I, no, it's not. It's not the, the main reason for me either. Yeah. I think it's it's just everything is bad. The pre-show, the pre-show is the, is the most painful experience I've ever had to do at a theme park. Like I just, I was so happy walking into it last year on, on my honeymoon, just walking into the pre-show and just looking at Donna, and just seeing <laughs> seeing everything that she knew about theme parks collapse in her eyes. <laughs> She just had to reassess everything she's ever known. She's walking through the queue. She's like, oh, this is all right. There's some cars here. Nice, nice. And it's just like, you, you, there's a party going on. And it's like you get the worst actor ever. And Donald's just looking at me like, what is happening? <laughs> I think the funniest thing for me was when, obviously, I think the first time we did it was when we went in 2018, I guess it must have been. Yeah. Right. And, and then I took my parents back, I think, a year later. Yeah, and and the 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 worst actor in that pre-show, the 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 sort of the older woman. Yeah, she was still there. Like yeah. how how have they not replaced her? Yeah. It's just so to, bad. Like move her on to like pressing the button that opens the gates or something. You know, just yeah. anything. Just something. Just any. Yeah, literally anything. Um, like it's so cringy. When she does her lines and all that sort of stuff. It's so oh, it's bad. awful. It's awful. It's so bad. So, so, yeah. I mean, I don't think we can say anything more on Fast and Furious other than go on it if you haven't been on it. Um, but you won't like it. Just, just yeah. I mean, I would recommend everyone goes on it just if, if you're there just to appreciate how bad it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think I'm going to cover my third one off just because obviously you just, you just went. Yeah. <laughs> our second one. Sorry. Our second one's like I'm just going to cover it off because you know it is my turn. My, well, no, because my second one was the same as yours. Oh, I see. I see what he's saying. I see what he's saying. Now I was like, go back a, a couple of a couple of months ago, and I think Zeus would be on my list. However, already I'm seeing the appeal of Zeus. So we've hang, got. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What do you, what do you mean by Zeus? I, I in, mean the entire land. Oh, the entire land of Zeus landings. Right. Okay. However, in the last couple of months, I've been slowly buying Dr. Seuss books for, <laughs> uh, for my future daughter. I mean, yeah. she, so she's, she should be here in the next couple of months. 
So yeah. it's getting pretty close. And I and there's a thing that you're you're supposed to read books to them when they're uh, in the womb. Apparently, um, it helps. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I, I don't know. I don't know the science behind it, but I have been reading Dr. Seuss books out loud. Um, That's just for you, Ryan, isn't but, it? Yeah, help, <laughs> to help me to learn to read. Um, <laughs> no, trust me, it does not help you to learn to read. And I definitely see the appeal, and I can imagine in a couple of years' time when I'm taking in a two-year-old there, yeah, that they will have the best time ever in that land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I just want—I don't have the full book on me, and I think in a future episode, I'm going to try and read this book. <laughs> but Donna was like, "Oh, just just try and just read this one." And I was like, "Oh, was it the Grinch or the Cat in the Hat or Green Eggs and Ham?" No, no, no it's called Fox in Socks. Fox in Socks. Okay, I've not okay. heard of that one. And it is the most impossible book to read. <laughs> I'm just because I've just got a preview, so I've only got one page of it. Okay. It gets it gets a a lot worse than this, a lot worse. Okay, and it doesn't make any sense, right? Chicks with bricks come. Chicks with blocks come. Chicks with bricks and blocks and clocks come. Look, sir. Look, sir. Mister Knox, sir. Let's do tricks with bricks and blocks, sir. Let's do tricks with chicks and clocks, sir. Right. <laughs> but it gets to a point where it's using so many words. Yeah. But you can't help but screw up. Like that's that's an easy page in comparison. <laughs> That is brilliant. It's almost like the, it's almost like they tried to make a book that's full of like tongue twisters. It, yeah, it absolutely is that. It absolutely. Oh, here's here's a good example. Through three cheese trees, three free fleas flew. While these fleas flew, freezy breeze blew. Freezy breeze made these three trees freeze. Freezy trees made these trees cheese freeze. That's what made these three free fleas sneeze. Jesus. That's just one page. That's, That's just one page. Are they, are they meant to... I don't really... Like, is the intention that it's meant to be difficult for like, kids to learn? I think, I think that one They're is like teaching them how to... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, genuinely, Fox and Socks could not tell you the point of it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like, right? Freezy breeze blue. Okay, that's understandable. And then, then it gets to the point where freezy trees made these trees cheese freeze cheese what's cheese yeah, got to do with it cheese feels like a random word to just drop in there doesn't it <laughs> but based on what i've been reading of dr zeus i can see the appeal of that land and right okay can no longer justify removing an attraction there yeah i mean i know what you mean i it is it's obviously not aimed at us but i think the land as a whole is quite well themed it is yeah and it, it doesn't look dated as such no no i think it works really well as i've been reading because i didn't really grow up reading dr zeus for some reason yeah. it just kind of skipped me by as a kid but reading the stories now the land is done very well i have mm. to say i have to say um some of the books are actually i've got a really good message behind them oh okay so the lorax it's all about not destroying the planet mm. yes that rings a bell but doesn't i mean again it's like completely ridiculous but actually, it's about not destroying the planet, which is quite cool. And the Grinch is basically just be just don't be an arsehole. <laughs> uh, which is a great lesson. And one that I've never learned. <laughs> Maybe see these books are gonna help you and your daughter. I think so. Yeah, I do I do think so. But I've got a, cu- a couple more on the way this month. Right, okay. So, you, you're stocking up, stocking up. I think by the time she's here, we'll have every Doctor Zeus book. <laughs> <laughs> 
You just like keep ordering them, and Donna's like, "Why do you keep ordering? Oh, they're there for the baby. They're for yeah, yeah, they're for, for the baby." <laughs> she comes in, and I'm just reading them to myself. <laughs> in like your uh, what is it? Can the hat hat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, like, yes, sign, Sam, yeah. I am. <laughs> Just reading out loud, sat in your beanbag with your cat in the hat. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, Donna, exactly. Donna, I didn't think you were in. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing? The parks, the parks are shut. So I'm just trying to experience it's, cat it's, in the hat. It's all for the baby. It's for the baby. <laughs> so with that in mind, I think my last attraction that I would remove is Shrek 4D. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. It's been there since 2003. Mm-hmm. I think in 2003 it was fantastic. Um, yep. Sh- Shrek was relevant. Mm-hmm. Shrek is no longer relevant. No, absolutely not. Uh, I know that they're thinking about bringing it back for another another film. They should not. They should definitely not. But for me, again, it's one of those things that you can actually watch that short film at home. Now I know that you can't watch it at home with the 4D effects. Yeah, and all I actually, the chairs that go, <laughs> and you can like hear them the, clacking. The loudest chairs now. Yeah, <laughs> and I still think the pre-show is actually, other than the the fact that, that every time they say, "What is it?" Beating or something like that, you have to go, "Oh no!" Flogging, oh, flogging. Yeah, that bit's that bit's like so American. <laughs> I mean, I, I like. I think the pre-show is quite good. But all the animatronics in the, in, in the pre-show and the little pre-show movie, I think, is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the, the actual show itself, I I haven't been on Shrek 4D in probably five years, at least. We generally go on it, like, mm. probably once. Um, maybe twice, not not very often, um, in a trip. Because uh, it's one of these ones that's just like, yeah, it's okay to do. Um, but it is... It is very dated. Like the chairs are pretty clunky these days, aren't they? Yeah. Um, you really notice the sound of like the hydraulics or whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's quite loud. Um, I mean, it's still it's still a good show, but no, I would I would agree. Like it's definitely one for the chop. Um, it has been there for a long, long time now, and as you say, it's not Shrek's not that relevant anymore. Um, I think they should have stopped after probably the second film. Um, I don't know what they ended up on. Five, four. four was it? Okay, yeah. It feels it feels like they did many more than that, doesn't it? I guess it they does. did some like Christmas specials and stuff. Um, yeah, they did. I mean, so, the third one was terrible, really bad, really, mm. really bad. And, and I think the fourth one was better than the third. But yeah, right. Okay. The first and second movies are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really remember what happens in the second one. Uh, they go to Far Far Away, and it's got Jennifer Saunders in it. Oh yes, because they meet the yeah they meet the the, um, the king the who's name. played by John Cleese. Yes, they meet her parents, didn't they? Yeah, essentially. Um, yes, I do remember. I do remember that now. Um, yeah, but I no, I'm I'm in complete agreement with you. Um, it is dated these days. They they should they do need to replace it. Um, the difficult thing is. I can only see them replacing it with another show. Yeah, you couldn't replace it with anything else. No, because there's not there's not the space for it really. Yeah. Um obviously they, they fit the likes of say uh Transformers. That's into quite a relatively small building, isn't it? Yeah. I mean like, I, like I guess comparison. they could do something like uh, the, the new Life of Pets Ride that's opened up in Hollywood. 
oh, okay, yeah, 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 they could do. That would be quite good. Potentially. To put, yeah, because that's the thing. Those sort of rides, they don't take that, that much space. No. Um, I don't know if Transformers goes up. I guess it probably does. Yeah, it's massive, of, world, isn't it? Yeah, the space of the building, like on you know, the amount of ground it takes up isn't huge. But no. it goes up a few floors, doesn't it? So I guess they could you probably go up but not really notice it. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, so so I think they you know, that'd be a good shout. I think Life of Pets I've never seen the Life of Pets films. Nor have I actually. Yeah, and um But I think it's it's obviously a more relevant franchise these days. Yeah, this is it. This is it. So I, that would be my choice to replace it, uh, even as a 4D show. Um, mm. So yeah, that's my last choice. What, what about you? Um, I'm just going to carry on talking until you finish sipping your water. There we go. Yeah, that's the op- that's the good thing about you know not just doing audio, so you can see that I'm sipping my water, and then we yeah. don't have to mention it in the podcast, so nobody knows. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I mean that's what professionals would do. Yeah, but you know. I mean, it's three, us. four years of podcasting doesn't make us professional. No, no, exactly. You, people may think that, but they would be wrong. They would be very wrong. <laughs> See, now I'm just trying to fill out to decide what my fourth one might be. Um, but, you know, I don't have to say that because we're professionals. Exactly. And I'm just trying to work out actually when our first podcast was. Oh, oh when, when, what year? Yeah. <laughs> It was a long time ago. I know that much. It was 2016, so we've been we've been wow. doing it over four years now. Blimey, that's mental. Long time, long, long time. Well, the first episode is called "New Beginnings." <laughs> <laughs> is that the one just for you? Yeah, that's terrible. That episode. <laughs> Literally, it goes from 188 downloads to 347 to episode two. That's how bad really? the first episode is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the episode two is called Getting Into the Swing of Things. Oh, wow. Jeez Louise. Um, the, oh, God. <laughs> Don't go and listen to the. Uh, just ignore the first 10. Just ignore it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, you don't need to go back that far anyway. It's fine. No, a lot of our early ones are news-based anyway. We try, we we kind of got rid of that now. We try to step away from it, yeah. That means we're always relevant. You listen to, back to this in like three years, from three years from now, it's still relevant. Yeah, because these rides will still be there. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they will not have taken them out yet. Um, okay, I, 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 I got my last one. It, it, I was trying to, you know, I'm in an hour in between a few. Um, but I, I think I'll go with Kang Kodos, Twirl and Hurl. Oh, uh, um, yeah. I, th- I think because, for one thing, personally, I don't particularly like those sort of rides, the sort of like, those sort of spinning ones. Like, mm. It doesn't spin that much, but it go, you know, it does, it's, I don't know, I don't know what the technical word would be. It's more like a merry-go-round-esque thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, to a degree. And it just feels like one of these sort of like, cheap ones that you'd get at a traveling amusement park sort of thing you know um it doesn't really fit right in a theme park it just feels like one of those really cheap ones that they've thrown in there because they yeah. need to pad out the simpsons land a little bit more 
because realistically there's only one ride in the simpsons land really um and that is the simpsons ride. <laughs> that is the simpsons ride um otherwise you've just got a few kind of like amusement things and you know i can see what they're doing because it's fit it fits with like the story they're trying to tell in that land how it's all based on like the crusty yeah uh, crusty's park that sort of thing i can't remember what it's called um but for me it just feels like a little bit of a cheap way of throwing some stuff in yeah i agree although i did just watch the um last night actually the flaming mo episode that's that's the episode i'm on at the minute oh yes yeah yeah on disney plus and uh, that's season three i believe early season three and i just wish that they had I, i think they do offer a flaming mo but it's not great right okay I think they. Should, I think they need to turn Moe's into a bit more of a bar than it is. Yeah, because it's more of a part of the quick service, isn't it? Yeah, it's more of a because um, you've just got a whole load of dotted around quick services inside, haven't you? It's almost yeah. like a. It's, it's almost like a shopping mall. Yeah, like food court kind of yeah. thing they've got going on. That's what I was trying to think of. So um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's very interesting for Universal, isn't it? Because obviously Disney buying. Marvel, Disney buying Fox has really kind of like feels like it's thrown some spanners into their theme parks, isn't it? Because mm. you know, Simpsons, Simpsons is yeah, yes, it was never Universal's property, but it's now owned by their competitor. Yeah. Their theme park competitor. Um, same with Marvel. And it just feels like they can't do anything with those lands now because it's not owned well, by them. Well, to, it was never bring, owned by them, but you know. To bring a new attraction to The Simpsons would mean they have to go to Disney to yeah. ask for story input. Yeah. You know, and, and that's never going to happen. No, because if anything, Disney would only ever want to bring Simpsons to their own parks. Yeah, but which again, I don't think they're going to ever do. I think The Simpsons I, I, is in its last five years. Right. I, I, don't, I would guess. I, I don't think they would ever put it into their existing parks. I think if they were going to put it into anything, they would put it into a fifth gate. I think. Yeah. They almost need like a fox park if they were going to do that. Something like that, I think. Because um, it, it wouldn't necessarily particularly fit well in anything that they've already got, I think. Yeah, no, exactly. So I think, I think that's a, a good final suggestion. Um, do let us know on all of the socials what three attractions or what any attraction you would remove from Universal Orlando Resort and uh, we will uh, we'll mention them on, on a future show so you can let us know on, on Twitter Instagram, Facebook any of the other socials just find us uh, by searching for Theme Park Trader do go into your podcast app and give us a lovely review we would appreciate it and any reviews we um, agree with we will be read out on the show any that we don't We'll be um, put in the bin <laughs> or trash. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening. And we will, we will be back again for another show next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>